the Reality of Truth podcast. Let's go. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 10. This one is going to be a little bit more detailed. We're going to touch upon one of the main reasons of sickness and disease and why you don't feel well. Actually, part of the one of three ways you get sick, feel sick, or you die. I didn't go into a lot of detail that first time with this one because this one's much bigger, but it's also extremely interesting. One of the main ways that you do not feel well or eventually get sick in many ways, more than just a single symptom, but an actual collection of symptoms, meaning collection of symptoms makes an actual illness. And it's called lactic acidosis. Some of you may have heard this, others may never have heard it. So we're going to get into it a little bit. Bear with me, we're not going to get super geeky, but we're going to get a little bit. At the same time, I want you to understand that not everybody has this. Not everybody deals with this. Some people deal with it more than others. But it's definitely there. It's part of the chemical matrix functioning physiology of your body. It could be up to 85% of the reason for ailments. It's always burning sugar, including protein, and then it creates byproducts called lactate or acetate, ethanol, which is alcohol, and acetaldehyde, which, by the way, is also plastic. Yep, your body creates plastic. That would be an awesome podcast in the future. If you want to hear about that one, we can go deep into that one. So lactate is created from sugar burning and protein, and then it is recycled as even more sugar, as fuel, again and again and again. Sugar becomes lactate. Your body recycles it back into sugar, which then turns into lactate, acetate, ethanol, or acetaldehyde, and then back into lactate again. So here's the interesting thing. Lactate is recycled as sugar fuel. The others don't. You burn sugar, turns into lactate, and these other things, but your body takes lactate and makes sugar again out of it. And it just keeps going with this cycle, looping like crazy. If you think you eat sugar and then it's burned and it's gone, nope. It gets converted back into sugar. It's converted into lactate, and then back into sugar, and then into lactate. The others, acetate, ethanol, and acetaldehyde, don't but they do use up all your B-complex vitamins. If you eat a lot of sugar or carbohydrates as a whole, you use up B-complex and a lot of it. When you have this buildup of lactic acid, it's called cachexia. It can cause so many issues. I'm going to list these issues, and I hope you can, well, understand where I'm coming from with this. These are going to cover a large gamut, but you may have these ailments, these illnesses. So this could be something for you, but don't freak out just because you have lactic acidosis doesn't mean you have all these or will have all of these. Everybody is a little bit different. I know you've heard that throughout your whole life. Everybody responds differently. Everybody's different. No, they're generally all the same. It's just some people are strong in certain areas. Other people are weaker in other areas. But 
we are all exactly the same. We all function essentially all the same. We just are a little bit different in the sense that everything you've done in your life and currently do, it may exacerbate or, or stifle some of these. All right, let's get into it. Cachexia is basically lactic acidosis. It's an overabundance of lactic acid. Cancer is one of them wasting away, just, just no strength. You're just falling apart. You're short of saying it. You're dying slowly. The acidosis part of it, this is different. I'm not talking about acid alkaline balance. That's not what this is. But the acidosis part of this creates brain and thought problems. Pretty much all bad thoughts can come from this. So if you have a high acidosis content in your blood, in your body, it can change your mood. Here's some of the mood symptoms. Fear, hopelessness. It can exacerbate PTSD. It can make you angry or even a scattered brain. Brain fog. A lot of people who get rid of sugar say, I got rid of brain fog. I'm just crisper in my thoughts. I remember more. My short-term memory is better. It can cause social and performance anxiety. Those are, I don't think I need to get into those too much. Sensitivity to light. How about sensitivity to noise or touch? Asperger's and autism, they have those. And those illnesses actually respond to a low-carb, low-sugar diet because lactic acidosis doesn't occur. Your body can clean these, these things out, these molecules. This gets a little bit more intense, so bear with me, but violent sexual thoughts, addictions to things, because it's a cycle. Anytime you add things to your body that the body has to cycle to deal with them, it can be an addiction. Alcohol as one of those. Sugar, drugs, even adrenaline. You know what I'm talking about, all you adrenaline junkies. You need that fix. But just because you're an adrenaline junkie doesn't mean that you're bad. It just means you enjoy the rush. Well, guess who also gets a rush? Runners, triathletes. Once you hit that wall and keep going, and then you have all the hormone rush, you know what I'm talking about, and you love it. It's one of the things that spurs you to keep going. Well, guess what? You've created a cycle. Migraines. Migraines are a big one. You have dirty blood. It's full of lactic acid. When you work out, you do a lot of physical activity over and over and over again quickly. You know that burning sensation you get in your muscles? That's lactic acidosis. It's a buildup of lactic acid and ammonia and other things, carbon dioxide, etc. But lactic acid's in there. This one's really interesting. It's uh, time slows down. Really? Yeah. Confuses your brain. Your brain's no longer consuming ketones, sugar, fat for fuel. It's starting to use lactic acid, which is not a good fuel source. You start reviewing all your life's decisions. This one's crazy. It puts you in a mindset. It, I think it triggers you to short circuit in your brain and you naturally go into this mode of deciding whether or not 
the decisions you made were good? Am I in the right place? What should I be doing? You really get all confused about where you're at. So if you're just normally a person that goes day to day, this can interfere with you. This is If you're a person who has goals and you say, wow, I am achieving those goals, but did I really? And should I change my goals? And maybe those goals weren't the right ones. No, any goal that you achieve is a good goal. Grief, it can exacerbate grief. Bipolar, it short circuits the brain. It's not a good fuel source. So you can be all over the place. Depression, well, that one's obvious, I think. Obsessive compulsive disorder, yeah. You are feeding your brain a fuel it doesn't want. Panic attacks, this one is multi-level. So this is physical, emotional, and spiritual all at the same time. Panic attacks are absolutely incredible. And I definitely want to do a distinct series of podcasts on panic attacks. These are multi-level, multifaceted experiences. I have had what I consider to be minor panic attacks. And of course, we all know people that have. Dizziness because it interferes with the brain activity and the, the communication between your balance, your 3D perspective of your eyes, where you're at, vertical, horizontal, etc. Violent thoughts, that's, we kind of, when violent thoughts are pretty intense, why would you feel those things? Those aren't natural. Avoiding social contact. You feel like you just want to, Stay away from people. You can't handle social interactions. That's not you. That's not a natural thing for humans. Humans want to be around other people. Lower the sugar, lower the lactic acid, and you will want to be around more people. It's a fact. Agoraphobia. Yep, that one's crazy. And you also have apocalyptic thoughts. Apocalyptic just meaning... Everything's going to end. Nothing's worth living and striving for. It's just, it's the end is a terrible result. That's all that means. So some of the weird feelings you get when, while you're in this, this is just naturally just living every single day, just going through your life. You feel tired after a meal. So you eat, you know, your normal diet, whatever it is. Hopefully it's not purely crappy, but most people are eating a lot of carbohydrates. Those carbohydrates cause the lactic acidosis. So those carbs are literally turned into, I said earlier, ethanol. So you might not be a drinker. You might stay away from alcohol, but you actually aren't because carbohydrates can turn into alcohol, and they do. So one of the reasons why carbs are so addictive. There's a side note to carbs that I'm going to throw in here too. Carbohydrates are 80% oxygen. So immediately, the brain loves it. You also feel nervousness. Just regular anxiety. Just, just nervous about everything. And it dehydrates you. And we all know the effects of dehydration. It's terrible. First thing they look for when you go to the hospital. Very first thing, dehydration. Food allergies are a big one. That can be a big one. It interferes with how your cellular structure works. All of physiology. It can increase 
Cortisol. Carbohydrates can have a detrimental effect. One of those detrimental effects is high cortisol. Cortisol is a good and bad hormone. This is one we will also delve into in the future. Remember, we are in the basics right now. The, the foundation of your health. These are little things. Well, they're not little, but these are, these are topics we can go over later in more detail. It also creates an abnormal behavior. So when you're wondering why people do certain things, why you did certain things, sometimes it's because you had a lot of carbohydrates. Sighing, that's not normal. And in Chinese medicine, that's a good, well, not a good, it's a bad sign. Sighing is nothing that a human should be doing. You are trying to relieve stress. There's stress on your, your whole system at that point. It's not because you need air. Sometimes the air that we think, well, we need air. Well, that's because you've been clenching. Well, you're clenching because you're stressed out. You can be abnormally sensitive to pain. That's a terrible one. That lactic acidosis is interfering with nerve conduction. Not a good thing. There's also a larger kind of... Uh, shall we say, set of symptoms. It's not an illness, but it's just a, a, it's a subset, we'll call it, called anabolism. Not in the good way. Not like anabolic where you build and make more muscle and repair it in your positive state. It's when your body doesn't know when to stop creating and it creates weird things. DNA instructions gone weird, interference in your body from other things. Doesn't matter. The point is, is that it's an anabolism that is negative, such as skin tags. Oh yeah, wondering why you have skin tags? Drop your carbs, goes away. Cysts, fibroids, tumors, moles. I thought I had on my face what they call an age mark, you know, darkening area. I was like, really? Of all places on my face? Well, I put stuff on it that works for things like that. Didn't help. Nothing helped. About five years ago, I went keto and it went away in about two weeks. Keto is just a ketogenic diet. It doesn't mean one form. It can be carnivore, lion diet. It can be uh, even a, a, a low carb paleo. It can be just meat and veggies only. It's whenever you're burning ketones. Here's a big one. Osteoporosis is a weird one, but the lactic acidosis actually causes the body to pull calcium and other minerals from the bones to buffer those acids. So you're actually softening your bones because you can't give up the donuts <laughs> or whatever it is. Restless leg syndrome, one of its main components is lactic acidosis. Because think about it, you've heard people that on low-carb diets or get rid of sugar, their restless leg syndrome gets better. Well, one of the reasons is because, like I said, your burning sugar turns into lactate and other molecules and then gets converted right back into sugar again. So you think, well, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll take something to get rid of this when really it's just trying to block the feeling of the restless leg syndrome when really all you're doing is interfering with the lactic acidosis part of it. We'll just 
stop consuming the sugars and restless leg syndrome starts to go away. Yes, there's other things you can do. Maybe you're lacking potassium, magnesium, etc. That's different. This is one of the main reasons, not the only reason. Mouth dryness is a weird one, isn't it? That's, I don't understand, but hey, that's one of the problems. Heart disease is also one of them, and we'll go into that in the future more. You're interfering with the blood, and if you interfere with the blood, that's a problem. You're, you're never going to be better off by interfering with the blood. The acidosis aspect of this turns your enzymes into destructive enzymes. Enzymes basically do everything in the body. This will be an upcoming episode very soon because enzymes are the construction workers of your body. Hormones and enzymes, for the most part, do almost everything. What's hormones, enzymes, and electricity are the three components that I believe are the most important things. So enzymes can turn from positive to destructive. And you'll get things like arthritis. All of your normal day-to-day acute, maybe even intermittent acute illnesses, those enzymes can actually, over time, do so much destruction that it decreases your life expectancy. All right, so we'll get into a little side topic here real quick. And that's the antagonist that can deplete B vitamins. Sugar is one of those. I mentioned it earlier. And it's important to understand. But there's a bunch of other ones. I'm going to go through these really quickly. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on them. Ready? So here we go. Antagonists that can deplete B vitamins. By the way, real fast, B vitamins are massively important to the body. They do hundreds and thousands of processes in the body. Without B vitamins, you would die. All right, so here are the antagonists. Tannins. Tannins are in plant food, coffee, tea, etc. Red wine. I know, I'm sorry for all those wine drinkers, but those tannins that make your wine a little dry, not good for you. Same with coffee and tea. You ever notice when you drink black tea, it's like, it's really dry. Alcohol, sulfites in wine and other foods that you might be consuming. Sugar, white processed foods will lower B vitamins, substances that your doctor may give you. I think you know what I mean. Those are, those have a definite impact on lowering and depleting B vitamins. Pain relievers, all of them, chemo, estrogen drugs, anti-Parkinson's drugs, any of the NSAIDs, those are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen, etc. Naproxen, corticosteroids, which are anti-inflammatory drugs, cholesterol-lowering drugs, blood pressure drugs, anti-convolucent drugs, asthma drugs, antacids, and acid suppressors. Also, anti-diabetic drugs. So back in the 20s, Otto Warburg mentioned lactic acid feeds cancer cells. We'll, we'll get into that in the future. We'll definitely hit upon that. Warburg was amazing. Also, Carl Corey in 1925 said adrenaline increases lactic acid by up to five times, especially in heart tissue. 
And by the way, that was confirmed in 1964. Think about that one. Do you want a lot of adrenaline in your heart tissue? Probably not a good idea. What do you think that causes? <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. Do I need to say it? Here's what's really cool. Lactic acidosis has two byproducts. So one of the byproducts is dextrolactic acid. That one's actually pretty good. You can utilize that, but it also makes levolactic acid. That's a poison. They're almost exactly the same. When you look at them, they are the same molecule, except if you've never learned this, how molecules are constructed, we believe electrons fly around this nucleus, right? Well, they're also shapes. They have a shape to them. The shape is extremely, I find, extremely interesting. I'll give you a quick one before I go into the lactic acidosis. You've heard so much about vitamin E. Well, natural vitamin E is clockwise. If you look at it, it rotates in a clockwise fashion, like a corkscrew. It goes to the right. Synthetic vitamin E, or man-made, not a natural form, that would be the DL. So DL-alpha-tocopherol actually goes the opposite way, counterclockwise. Well, enzymes in your body for vitamin E receptors go counterclockwise. What that means is the receptor needs the proper clockwise direction so that it can screw into it, so to speak. If both the receptor and the molecule went to the right, it wouldn't fit. So you need a receptacle in the proper direction. How intuitive is that? How amazing and structured and designed is that? Think about it. You need the correct structure to enter into the correct receptacle. That receptacle has to be the opposite of what it needs. Otherwise, it won't fit. Think of a puzzle piece when you're making a puzzle. One has the lobe. The other has the area that the lobe attaches to. Can't have two lobes. They don't fit. Well, that's exactly how vitamin E works. And among many, many molecules in the body, has to be the proper molecular condition. So the lactic acids that are created, the dextro and the levo, one's good, one's bad. Levo is a poison. They're exactly the same molecule, except that the polarity to the left is food. So your body reuses it, can burn it. To the right, it's a poison. Interesting. Vitamin E goes to the right, and that's food. In lactic acidosis, Lactic acid goes to the left, and that's food. See how the body is so intricately woven? Just because things go to the right doesn't mean that's always a good thing. Sometimes it goes to the left. Why is that? Well, maybe lactic acid, in order to be turned into something that can be used, needs to go to the left. Because if it goes to the right, the body will mistake it for something else. It's absolutely amazing. Side note here, 
This is pretty cool. I love this. And that is fat. There's no waste product. When you burn fat, it's done. There's no recycling of waste product from fat. Pretty cool. Not only is it more than double the energy content, you know of it as a calorie, but it's the energy content. There's no such thing as an actual calorie when it belongs to food. That's a whole different thing. If you don't believe me, look up calorie. It really doesn't apply to food. Lactic acidosis. It's not the main cause for everything, but it's definitely part of the whole matrix. And if you paid attention to what I said of all the different things that it can cause and what it can do to the body, it's something you don't want. Really need to watch out for it. This is where clean foods, low carb or no carb, will actually benefit you. We'll get more into the no carb, low carb thing in the future. I know you're thinking, well, I was always told I need carbs. You don't. Matter of fact, I've said this before, there's not a single process in the body that requires you to consume carbohydrates. Carbohydrates will turn into lactic acid, acetate, ethanol, that's alcohol, and acetaldehyde, which is plastic. Until next time, thanks for listening. Talk to you later. This is another foundational episode. I hope you found that interesting. I'm just touching the surface in these beginning podcasts just to kind of give an overview. And then later, we'll really dive in. I'm going to keep them simple because that's the whole point is I want you to have fun with this and see this in your mind's eye. I want you to understand your body and what it takes to be healthy and feel good. It's easy to throw out a whole bunch of nerdy mumbo jumbo and long words, crazy sentences and molecules and all this stuff. I think that's fun in its own way for people like me who care about things like that. But for the majority of people, you just want to know basically how things work. This is what I want to do for you. I want you to see yourself, your body, who you are and get excited about it and know how to heal yourself and feel good. That's what this whole thing is about. I want to give you the reality of your health. What's real? How to know what's real? By giving you the foundation, then you'll know in the future, does this of what I heard correlate with what Eric was talking about in episode one through whatever? If it doesn't, then I would say you really should think about it. Those are fringe things. But if you can back those things up with real life scenarios and wow, wait till I give you some real life scenarios, it's going to blow your mind. But they're all rooted in, okay, let's say it, science, but it's anecdotal as well. It's people's testimonies. You're going to be amazed in the things that you hear. How is it possible? How did these people get healed? It's amazing. Sometimes they didn't do anything, just got healed. Other times they did the diligent effort and got healed. Everything in between. Let's keep this something that's understandable, something that you can learn from in the future and stay with and have a good idea. Cares if it's 5-hydroxyestradiol. Who cares what it's called? Doesn't matter. Those are those sound amazing and oh he's so smart he knows what he's talking about with all these great long words it doesn't matter i can give you all of that 
but it's going to bore you to death and you're not going to understand the bigger picture. Your health is about making progress and getting better. You have other things in your life. This podcast is to help you feel better, understand where you are, where you're going to go in an easy way to understand it. That's the whole point. It's the reality. I'm going to dispel myths in the future. Oh boy, are we going to go after the myths? Whoa, let me tell you, there are many, and I'm not talking just in natural health either. There are many myths that we're going to get into that's going to blow your mind. We're fun stuff, really interesting things, but you'll know strategy and concepts of health, the reality of those, and those will give you the results you're looking for and for the rest of your life. If you want to contact me, my info is in the description box. Feel free to ask a question or suggest a topic, maybe some feedback, whatever. I look at every email and every comment, but please be constructive. I will not tolerate spam or rudeness or lewd comments. This is a place for healing and knowledge, not a negative space. If you want to read the transcript, it will be located on my website for each episode. It is therealityofhealth.com.